We're continuing the Mishnah Yomi for Chaf Bet of Av, Erev Shabbos. We are in the fourth parak of Ma'asrot. Mishnah Gimel. Hanotil Zaitim Minamatan takes olives out of the vat. They'd stick these guys in the vat so they kind of get warm and soft before they squish them so they get more olive oil out. But he's taking them out. So they're kind of sitting in there getting ready to be squeezed. But he takes them out to eat them. He can take one at a time and tovel and dip bemelach in salt and eat. Now, this is not like the melach we learned yesterday. If you're a moleach, you do malicha on a food, that's considered a gemar molacha and it's considered finished. That's mamish salting as a preservative to make something like beef jerky, salted herring, something like this for long term use. This is just tovel. This is just dipping it into salt. Because they would take these soft olives, dip in salt, and eat it. Delicious. So eating one at a time is putter from Maser. Im molach v'notin lefanav chayiv. So if he actually salts it, puts it in a jar of salt or brine, whatever, and then puts it in front of him on a plate, that's considered a suud already. That's not a snack. And he's chayiv. This is not tovel b'melach, not just dipping in salt, but molach. Mamish, he's salt, doing salting on the olives. You know, even though they were sitting in a vat in preparation to make olive oil, you might have thought they're not done yet, still a snack. Oh, but he's mamish salted them, so then they're considered done. He changed his mind on it, and he's chayiv in meiser. He says, if everything is, you know, tahor spiritually clean, not contaminated, he has to take meiser. Minatame putter. If the vat is already contaminated, it's potter. For meiser, it can eat beaten as a snack. Because he can return what he doesn't eat. So Eliezer is saying, if your mode of eating is that you're going to finish everything because he can't put it back, that's a sudat keva. That's a more formal kind of eating. But if you're allowed to just, you know, you take a handful and you eat a little bit and you put back the rest, that's considered more of a snack psychologically the way he's eating. Mishnah Dalit. Shotim al Hagat. You can drink over the wine press. Now, typically, this means they're tasting. Uh, we're gonna, uh, like, like they're taking a little scoop or a little cup of wine out of the press where it's sitting there, you know, fermenting, and they're tasting it to see, you know, how far along in the process the fermentation is going. This grape juice is turning into wine, so we got to know what's going on, when to pull it out, what to do with it. Mishnah says, Bein alachamein, bein alatzonin, potter divri rabbi meir. According to rabbi meir, it doesn't matter whether it's warm or cool, it's potter from meiser if he's drinking lemaase over the wine press. He's not taking it home, he's not taking it anywhere else, he's just taking a, a cup and drinking it on top of the wine press. Now this, this warm and cold, that's not the wine, that's the water that he's diluting with. In those days, the wine was very strong. The wine was much stronger than we had now, and you could even add four or five parts water against the wine, and it was still considered wine because their wine was extra strong and extra concentrated. Rabbi Elzab, Rabbi Tzadik, Machayev. Rabbi Elzab, Rabbi Tzadik says once you're diluting the wine, doing meziga on the wine, it's like you're doing the gemar malacha on the wine, even though the rest of the wine is still in the vat fermenting, but this particular cup of wine, you've already fixed it up with dilution to the proper um, proper proportions. So it's like gemar malacha. You have to take meiser before you drink it. Can't snack anymore. The other sages distinguish with diluting it with warm water, 
You have to take Meister or Litsodin Potter. Using cold water for dilution, you don't have to take Meister. You can have a snack over the wine press of your wine. Now, the difference to the Kodi Dachamim is with warm water, you can't put it back. Adding warm water will mess up the fermentation process of the wine in the vat. So it's similarly what we saw with Eliezer in the last Mishnah, that if you can, you know, just put the put it back. You know, you take a handful and you put some back. You take a cup of wine, but you put the rest back. You're just tasting, you're just sipping. Then they'd say it's potter if you can put it back. But with warm water, you cannot put it back. With cold water, you could. Now, it's interesting to note that they were diluting their wine because it's very strong. There's a discussion in modern halakha if somebody has light grape juice. It might be, according to some sources, not a grape juice. It might be shahakul. So some sources, particularly the Sephardim, they require a majority of grape juice and the taste of grape juice to actually be boy geffen and to be kosher for Kiddush and Arbakosis. So it could be that according to some halachic authorities, light grape juice is niche to grape juice. Um, by wine, they usually do not dilute it. Some certain species of grapes are very sweet, so they would dilute it before fermentation to reduce the sugar level to get proper fermentation. So it's a bit of a tzorchi on some, some sweet wines uh, possibly are diluted to some extent, but since wine retains its taste better, you know, if, as long as it has the taste of wine, it should be boy geffen. But by grape juice, once you start going under 50% grape juice, you have a potentially potential problem. According to some halachic authorities, there was a famous masse in Yerushalayim where Rabbi Vadi Yosef Zetzal went to a wedding and they gave him a kos to make the bracha under the chuppah. And he saw the bottle of grape juice and he saw that it was one that was watered down. So he said in front of many people, shahakal on the cup. And that was an incentive for the manufacturer to stop diluting their grape juice so much. But of course, consult your local halakhic authority regarding your light grape juice or your diluted wine. Tizku the mitzvahs, good Shabbos.